Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 168. 168. Uh, very excited to be able to do this episode with you guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to the Success Edge podcast. Wow. Uh, it is Sunday morning. Uh, I am very, very thankful to be up and awake. Just got done having my quiet time with the Lord and felt inspired. <laughs> felt inspired to come at you guys this morning and uh, talk to you just briefly and uh, whether you're listening to this uh, on a treadmill or you're in your car or you're uh, taking a shower, whatever it is, uh, or you're sitting at work and uh, you're just doing some uh, tasks that are fairly easy and you're listening to me, I really do appreciate that. Um, You know, because this whole entire podcast this whole entire you know or passion that I have in my own life is to be able to inspire you in your God-given assignment to help you know that God favors you, God has blessed you, He's empowered you to accomplish exactly what your God-given assignment is at this very present moment. All right, and. I, I strong. I'm, I'm extremely passionate. I, I get so excited whenever I see people maximizing their God-given um, abilities within their assignment. It just it it charges me. It really does, and that's the whole point of me wanting to put this podcast out there to you guys is so that you guys get this. So now. The reason why Mr. McCart got expired this morning was because of this one verse uh, that actually popped up actually on the Uversion app. And I am happy to say, uh, very happy to say that through God's grace uh, and his empowerment, his enablement, um, (laughs) I am 365 days of consistently, consistently reading uh, the word of God. Praise the Lord. Um, that popped up on my U version app uh, today, uh, the Bible app that I use every day uh, to uh, to get to get into God's Word and hear from the Lord. So I'm very excited about that uh, right there, and just thankful to my Heavenly Father for enabling me uh, to stay consistent. Because, well, I won't get into that right there. I'll come back to that maybe a little bit later, possibly. So what I wanted to talk to you guys today about um, is this verse that uh, was actually uh, the uh, the actual verse of the day on that uh, on the U version on the U version Bible app, and the verse is Proverbs twenty one uh, verse twenty one. I'm going to read it in a couple different versions so you kind of get a gist of the actual verse itself. Here's the NIV version. It says. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. That word prosperity 
uh, is also for, um, well, that doesn't give me what I was looking for, but that word prosperity in there and the word honor and life, okay? In the uh, Good News Translation, and by the way, these are kind of some translations that I actually just toggle between uh, most times, is uh, be kind and honest and you will live a long life. Others will respect you and treat you fairly. That's good stuff right there from the Good News Translation. Here's the uh, New American Standard Version. Okay. Uh, sorry, I don't have... That's uh, <laughs> just one of the versions, guys. So if you're over in um, you know, New Zealand or the UK or in uh, Japan, apologize. This is the, American Standard, the New American Standard Version. Okay. He who pursues righteousness and loyalty finds life righteousness and honor. This is good stuff. Let me go to the Amplify Classic. All right. Really like some Amplify Classic. This is good stuff right here. He who earnestly seeks after craves righteousness, mercy, and live a loving kindness will find in addition to righteousness, uprightness, and right standings with God, honor. All right. Now, let me go to the Passion Translation. This is the one that really kind of grabbed me right here, guys, because this was the one that kind of just uh, turned my crank this morning. All right, here we go. You ready? Proverbs 21, 21 in the, uh, the Passion Translation, it reads this right here. It says, the lovers of God who chase after righteousness will find all their dreams come true. An abundant life drenched with favor and a fountain that overflows with satisfaction. Boom! <laughs> wow, man, that's good stuff. I, I just, I, I like that so much. I'm going to read it again, okay? The lovers of God who chase after righteousness will find all their dreams come true. And an abundant life drenched with favor and a fountain that overflows with satisfaction. Man, uh, SEC, I tell you what, guys. Whew, I have been a, um, I have definitely, well, I've been a Christian. I got saved at age nine. And here I am, I'm 40, uh, 41 years young uh, as of this recording. And um, I tell you what. Uh, it is, that verse is a hundred percent true. When I, when I find, whenever, I mean, I got saved at age nine and, you know, probably the first, you know, couple years of me being a, being a Christian, you know, I, I was, you know, I would say I was kind of sold out. I, I was, I wasn't a hundred percent, you know, on fire for the Lord, but whenever I turned, um, you know, 15, when I was about, yeah, right around 16, 16, 17 years old, Everything changed, you know. It I, I I can't I can't really sit there and point to a specific moment. I can't sit there and point to a specific event in my life where that man the the curtain opened and the the light started coming through, and all of a sudden Tyler just started you know living this life that was like you know totally radically you know on fire for the Lord. I can't sit there and say that there was a specific event, but I can say. That over the year, over that time, uh, there was just small incremental decisions 
that I started making, all right, over my at that time that have led to what this verse has said, all right, and I, I can't help but just go back and reemphasize what I just said about small incremental, what seemed very trivial, quite honestly, these small decisions that I that I started making way back when I was 16, 17 years old that, uh, that began to compound over time that leads to this verse being true. I mean, the lovers of God who chase, I mean, that, that right there, that chase, all right, you know, first off, you got to be a lover of God, but the chase, the pursuit, the process, the journey, the adventure, and I love that word, the uh, adventure, the chase uh, after righteousness, you know, and what is, what is righteousness? Righteousness is right standings with your Heavenly Father. And really, you know, if you are a born-again Christian within the sound of my voice, and if you're not a born-again Christian and you're listening to the sound of my voice, I would advise you, I would encourage you, I mean, I guarantee you that you will find it is better to live on this side of the life of being a born-again, spirit-filled Christian than on the other side of where you're at. All you have to do is just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, ask him. No, no, you don't even ask him. You just have to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that he rose from the dead, that he died for your sins. And that you now have right standings with God. When you believe those things right there, guys, you are now a child of the Most High God. And you can start a, a, brand, new, a brand new life. Now, for those that are that are already that have already stepped into that, and if you're just you just did, okay, here's the thing. You are now in right standings with your heavenly father. Nothing can change that at all. Just like Tyler Jr., my son, he is my son. And nothing can separate, nothing can change him from that position that he always has. I look back at the uh, prodigal son. He, ha- he always, even when he left his father's home, he was always in right standings with his dad, okay? Now, he might not have thought he was in right standings with his dad, but in his dad's eyes, he was in right standings. And because of, uh, of what Jesus did, all right, in making us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, I mean, even whenever you might screw up, you might uh, falter, you might sin, you might whatever, one of the things that, you know, yeah, you might need to ask for forgiveness, okay, and get that, uh, get your consciousness all cleared up. But let me tell you, one of the next things that you need to have coming out of your lips is, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Okay? Now, as you pursue that life, if you pursue that life, you'll find that all your dreams will come true. Now, how is that possible? Great question. I'm glad you asked that. Because in Proverbs chapter 16, okay, Proverbs 16, verse 3, I'll, I'll just go over to this real quick, 
Proverbs 16.3. I'm not driving right now, <laughs> as I normally am, okay? But I want to go to the Amplified Classic in Proverbs 16.3, okay? It says, roll, roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to Him. Everything, all, all your works, everything you're doing, just trust that completely to Him. And then here's, here's what happens. When you cross that divide, when you make that shift, when you start to chase after righteousness, right standings with your Heavenly Father, when you, tr when you start to pursue and you start to operate on a daily basis, those small incremental decisions that, you know what, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. My Heavenly Father loves me unconditionally, without reservation. I am loved by my Heavenly Father. Then here's, here's what kind of starts happening. All of a sudden, the, the Father, He will cause, this is what it says in Proverbs 16.3, the Father will cause your thoughts, man, this is, ah, God is so good, guys. The Father will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to the Father's will. Did you hear that? Okay. So that your plans, your plans will be established and succeed. I mean, I, I have so many different scriptures I could go and bounce off of this, but let me go back to um, Proverbs uh, sixteen. I mean, excuse me, twenty-two, uh, verse twenty, uh, twenty-one. All right. But here's you know, the father, the father is the one that's going to do the work. Yeah. You heard me right. When you, this is why you, this is why when you turn yourself over, when you sell out, when you say, you know what, Father, you are my all in all. You're my source. You're you're my you're my everything. When you turn over everything, things in your life begin to change. Dramatically, it might not seem like auto automatically. Excuse me, I, I know I might have contradicted myself right there, but what I mean by that is, is that things will begin to shift when you start to allow yourself to be sold out to your heavenly Father. You're chasing that righteousness, then all your dreams will come true. Now, here's the cool thing about that: yeah, you'll physically probably have to do those things, but you know what? Your enablement. The empowerment, the the actual energy, yeah, that's good. I'm gonna have to go to that too. Uh, the energy that you need will not have to be your own. Okay, here's proper. Here's Philippians two, um, two uh, thirteen. Let me read this in the Amplified Classic. Okay, it says not in your own strength. I mean, just the verse right before that, Paul is talking to the Philippian church about working out your salvation, all right? You know, that whole entire pursuit of righteousness, pursuit of right standings, living that out on a day-to-day, -day, not shrinking away from that, all right? But it says right here, it says Paul, Paul, Paul qualifies that statement with, you know, it's not going to be your effort. It's not going to be your sweat, your, your ability. You know, I was reading actually a devotion um, here recently by Joseph Prince, and um it, it's it's he's talked about a gentleman that was trying to overcome smoking, okay, and the gentleman uh, came to Joseph Prince and said, "Hey, um, you know, Pastor Prince, please please pray for me that 
you know, God will give me, you know, the self-discipline, all right, uh, the self-discipline to be able to overcome this uh, nicotine habit. And the and Pastor Prince says, well, he won't. <laughs> he won't do it, all right? It's not going to happen. And the guy, like, is totally confused. Let me get a quick uh, swig of coffee. Hang on, guys. And Pastor Prince is like, no, he's not. And the guy's like, why you're no 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 he will he said he said you what you're asking God to do is to give to help you give you self discipline the the word the word clearly says that you are not to rely on yourself this is why self discipline is so overrated i know for me for for a fact this has been a revelation that has happened to me that as I sit there and try to have willpower, my own willpower, my own fortitude of saying no to something or saying whatever. In and of myself, I fail miserably all the time. But whenever I say, I can't do it, Father, but you can through me, then all of a sudden, God jumps into the scene because that's basically what happened to that gentleman. So Pastor Prince, going back to the story, he says to the gentleman, he says, look, you know, you can't do this of yourself, all right? But God can. So every time that you might light up a cigarette or you might, you know, sit there and, you know, crave nicotine, I want you to say this. I want you to say, Father God, I can't, but you can stop this through me. And just meditate and repeat that every time as you're, you know, walking this out. So sure enough, the guy goes away uh, for several, uh, several weeks and comes back to Pastor Prince all excited. And he's Pastor Prince, I haven't had a cigarette in the last two or three weeks. And I don't even crave them anymore. And his Pastor Prince will tell me the story. So basically the gentleman just says, look, he, he would light up a couple day, uh, a couple times, and every time that he even lit up uh, the cigarette, he would just say, Father, I, I can't do this on myself, but you can through me. I can't, but you can. And he would smoke a cigarette. And then after a couple days of that happening, all of a sudden, the nicotine habit, or the, excuse me, the nicotine craving started to go away, and it eventually went away altogether to where that he came back to Pastor Prince and said, glory to God that God did this through me. Now, uh, this makes me want to jump right into this verse right here. Okay. Says, says right here, says in Philippians 2.13, it says, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectively at work in you energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. It's not in your own strength, guys. Okay, God's the one who is all the while effectively at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to do his will and work for his good pleasure. I mean, how that's you, you, you got to be like so confused to misunderstand that, <laughs> right? Right. You, you, you go and meditate on that verse right there. Philippians two thirteen. 
and, and man, you, you'll get some strong revelation that, you know what, all your goals, all the things, even the things you might be struggling with, you know, if you can sit there and say, hey, you know what, Father, I can't do this on my own. I, I, I can't, but you can. You can energize me. You can empower me. You can give me the desire. And that's why this whole entire thing um, that, I, that I have right here, this whole uh, verse um, in the Amplified, okay, um, basically of twenty one twenty one Proverbs twenty one twenty one, that all your dreams will come true, but it's not going to be based upon your effort. That's the beautiful thing about this thing, where that and even God even decides to throw the icing on the cake in multiple ways. Where that guess what, guys, that abundant, you're an abundant life drenched with favor. I can tell you, I can tell you from personal experience myself that I've seen the hand of God drench my life with favor. I mean, from little things such as, um, you know, things that happen in my job, uh, things that happen in my business, you know, um, you know, connections that I've been able to have. All right. Uh, I can give you, um, so many examples of that, that is, it's not even funny. I mean, even even a, a favor moment last, yesterday that happened in my happened in our life, and this is definitely a favor, is that we went to a track meet. Okay, for my kids, uh, we got we started getting them into some track meets, which is a lot of fun. It's it's been a blast, and that's been just favor unto itself. Where that um, it just so happened that um, I got to personally meet a coach. Uh, that's got a very uh, dynamic uh, youth track uh, track and field team, all right, that's basically less than 30 minutes uh, away from where we live. And he was more than willing to uh, give us his phone number and have him uh, contact him, you know, for any advice or anything like that. That's favor, okay? That's a life drenched with favor. And, you know, just <laughs> so many things I could point to. I mean, I, I sat down with a gentleman the other day um, that in the less than six years now he is, you know, the chief uh, chief content officer for uh, for this awesome, awesome leadership, um, you know, uh, company that produces leadership things out there. I, you probably read some of the books that they they produce, but in six years, this gentleman has gone from basically not having a job, all right, and, you know, having to do freelance work to now he's the chief content officer for his, for this large leadership organization. You know, another gentleman, uh, he's seen his marriage restored after some serious, you know, breakdowns in his marriage. After, you know, a whole entire year has now gone by of him being restored to his wife. Guys, I'm telling you that you'll be drenched with favor. Another gentleman, he was able to, that I know personally, he was able, he, he, he left the company that he, he felt led to leave the company that he was, uh, he was currently at to go get a new job in a new company that pays him more money and has more opportunity for him to where that here recently, that company that he was working for, you know, six months ago, literally laid off about 300 salespeople, okay? And he could have been one of those people. 
and I can even talk about my dad. I mean, my dad, you would think that with my mom passing away after, you know, this whole entire thing of, you know, my mom passing away two, almost two years ago, that my dad would be down and out. But man, guys, my dad is a picturesque of this verse right here. When you are a lover of God who chases after righteousness, you'll find all your dreams come true. An abundant life drenched with favor and a fountain that overflows with satisfaction. You know, my dad found that when he was able to turn himself completely over to the Lord and be a lover of of God and to pursue and to chase after righteousness, then, you know, my mom, and this isn't anything about my mom, it's just my mom wasn't his source, okay? (laughs) My mom wasn't his be-all, end-all. His life did not stop because my mom passed away. You're, you, you know, what, are, what have you been holding on to that's your source? Is it your job? Is it, your, is it even your own dream of something that you are in hot pursuit of that you want to see come to pass? Is that the thing that, is, you know, that will only satisfy your life? You know, SEC, let me challenge you on this, that you've got to put down whatever dream, whatever thing that you hold so dearly and leave that on the road and cast it on the Lord and become a lover of God and pursue and crave and chase after the righteousness of God. Because let me tell you something, this last little bit, and I'll wrap up with this, is a a fountain that overflows with satisfaction. You know, a lot of times I, I see or I hear people, you know, say this about uh, Christians. Okay, let me get a quick sip of coffee and I'll, let me wrap up with this. That, you know, I, I just coming from um, the world I grew up with and me living the life I've lived. But people, you know, if it was in college or if it was in um, in the business world, <clears throat> where that people would maybe look or think about people that are Christians as living this life that oh they can't have any fun, right? Or you know they're really not enjoying their life, right? Or you know they're they they can't live a fulfilled life. They can't go out and, you know, party or, you know, live life up and do something that, you know, can't, can't have some, you know, ability to cut loose, I guess is the best way to put it, right? But can I, can I just tell you guys, (laughs) can I tell you guys that that's not what the word of God says at all? You know, if you've never, if you've, if you met a Christian that is, you know, just not exactly having the uh, fulfillment of a life overflows with satisfaction, a fountain that overflows with satisfaction, maybe you might need to, you know, point that Christian back over the Success Edge podcast. <laughs> Can I say that? I mean, because trust me, um, you know, 
here are the success edge. I mean, trust me, there there are times where that you know Mr. McCart you know was not satisfied. All right, and there might be a time where that I that I allow that ugly head of unsatisfaction to raise up in my life and think, you know, man, it you know be better. I I can tell you this though that the chances of that happening are very slim. Okay, very slim because I've had too many things to sit there and point to. Uh, the goodness of God that I just praise God that it is His, His enabling, His empowerment, His um, His everything of giving me this satisfied life that I have. Okay, this satisfied life that I have, and trust me, you will have a satisfied life. It will be actually a fountain that overflows with satisfaction. I mean, that fountain never stops. That's the good thing about this, guys, is that when you sell out, when you are a lover of God, and you, most of you guys that are listening to me are actually a lover of God, and that you're actually pursuing uh, the righteousness of God, I know who you are. I've talked to a lot of you guys out there, and you know, if you're in the sound of my voice, just, 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 just take a second just take a second and just thank God. Just thank Him out loud to say, Lord, thank you for empowering me and you being the source of my pursuit of you. Thank you for giving me the ability to chase and to have a desire to chase after you. You know, thank you for starting that and and those incremental little decisions that I began to make long, you know, maybe a year ago or maybe 10 years ago, whatever it is for you, that you began to allow that to happen in my life. Thank you for empowering me in that. Thank you so much that I live this satisfied life that drenched with favor, that all my dreams have come, uh, have come true. Mm. Golly, success as community. It's good. So success as I'm done. All right. So hey, let me ha- let me let you know if if you like to uh, if you if you would like to partner uh, with the Success Edge podcast, I'd actually um, you know welcome you to do that. You can go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart, uh, and you can become a Patreon uh, supporter, a, a partner with me there. And uh, you know I welcome you to do that. Um, but outside of that, guys, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health. And the spirit of breakthrough is upon you guys. And God loves you very much, guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye now.